0: Shit, that is the most synchronized sync I've ever heard. Yeah, that was beautiful. Wow, that was like, oh my god, it's like our hands were the same. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think I've developed a a more spiritual connection with (laughs) econet.
1: I feel like something's happening. Had a moment there. Yeah, Yeah. really. Yeah, uh, yeah, had a thing.
0: Okay, do you want to talk about a really, really shit film? Oh, if we must. And I guess we must. Yeah, I don't want to. Like, I just... No. I've seen this film twice, and I don't know why or how. I have
1: seen this film several times now, and I I know this to be true, but it was, like, when I wrote... The script for this, which I should note, was in December of 2019. I think at the time I was thinking, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write a bunch of these.
0: Oh, like up front. Yeah.
1: So they're ready to go. And then, you know, no worries. Yeah. And I did this one and I think it
0: broke me. Maybe. I think that's probably what happened because there are no more. Through in the town Because it's not a good film. It's a very bad film. In the name of the King 3. The
1: final mission.
0: The final mission! Every single protagonist of that series was on their final mission. Yeah. Because uh. we never fucking saw him again, and they went down in status as film went by. Jason Statham, down to Dolph Lundgren, down to... Dominic Purcell And I like Dominic Purcell Dominic Purcell doesn't like Dominic Purcell Otherwise he wouldn't have been in this film Mm -mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm This film's so boring And clearly, thanks to, you know, the way my brain operates or doesn't I must have watched this shortly after the last spin-off Doctors Whenever that was, sometime in 2020 Right But completely forgot So... I put it on again, which means I've rented it twice. (laughs) I need to just start pirating them. Mm. I'll say it out loud. Mm -hmm. I should have pirated in the name of the King 3, the final mission, and if that sends me to the jail, then to the jail I will go. I will say, you would probably struggle to pirate this, is the problem. Oh, that's true. Some things you just can't get hold of. I've tried. Yeah, Things get too obscure these days Or shit,
1: there's a shit threshold Because torrents have to function On the principle that Somebody has
0: something somebody else wants Supply and demand, isn't it it's, <laughs> Once again We're all I can't download in the name of the King 3 The final mission because of capitalism There I said it <laughs> There I said it Supply and demand Come on now, chop chop uh... Get with the program It's all political, especially in the name of the King 3, the final mission. It's about a killer who apparently does work for very little money. And for seemingly
1: anyone, until, you know, he decides not to, it's a bad movie.
0: Well, yeah. It's the most trite, by the numbers fantasy film, like fish out of order fantasy film, that you could ever imagine. Or not, because no imagination went into it. And it's... it's I mean, the la- it is the
1: last movie.
0: It's the final mission, thank fuck. For us as well. No, I mean, it is, it's the prior movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, it's... It's exactly the same film. <laughs> but with Dominic, Dominic Purcell. <laughs> oh... Which means I've not seen this film twice. i have seen it three times. (laughs) In the name of the king, basically...
1: Our final mission.
0: Our final... Well, certainly as far as overball films goes.
1: Right? This is the last one. This is the only one we haven't covered up to now. The
0: final mission, everyone.
1: Oh, what a way to go out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Going out, riding Dominic Purcell like a surfboard. You want to just... Do it! Oh God, let's get it out of the way. <imerkuits> That's
1: what it would say. So we open with credits and flashes of Hazen Kane. Domic-
0: <laughs> What's his name? Yeah,
1: Hazen Kane.
0: Hazen Kane. I forgot. Yeah,
1: it's spelled with uh, a K. Of
0: course it is, Conrad. Of <laughs> course it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's <laughs> in a cheap motel room with a corpse in the bathroom, and then it cuts to him outside of a hotel,
0: walking in angrily. That was just a shot of Dominic Purcell's hotel room. Yeah. He's, he's a bit of a diva. He insists a freshly slain man in his bathtub. <laughs> it's got to be fresh. It's got to have been within the, late, the past 45 minutes, and preferably he wants a fresh kill every day. As he wakes up, he wants to smell... Uh, a 45 minute fresh corpse Any later
1: than that it starts to get a bit off
0: Well yeah he's got a sensitive Nose you see and then he, mm-hmm. he Starts to pick up a bit of a whiff he's like mm, 40, oh, 50 minutes Has it been in there Get it out
1: Missed his calling in perfumes mm-hmm. Really did Dominic Purcell
0: Oh yeah uh, he could have He could have had a very good job scratching Little bits of paper and going <laughs> Good smell <laughs> <laughs> Bad smell. But instead he became an actor with a thirst for blood. Dominic Purcell. Everyone.
1: Same it cuts him marching into a hotel angrily up. Stairs to a seventeenth floor, which Jesus fucking Christ! I
0: hate to interrupt you so quickly again. I push back on angrily because that implies he registers any emotion. <laughs> he, he broadcasts emotion. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, he might be pissed off, but like everything in this film, Dominic's keeping it to himself. <laughs> He's acting, his acting acting in this film is just for him. He's doing it inside.
1: He kills, like, four dudes mm-hmm. and then uh, wanders around in a hotel room before he kills another man who's fully dressed and standing in a shower. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Now we are right back to where we were when I started speaking. <laughs> We've already had a flashback, circle round. Yeah. Well, first I need to talk about the money. Oh, yes, the money.
0: Yeah. Now, Phoenix and I were watching this, and yeah. he took the, I believe it's leva is, is the currency of, of Bulgaria, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm recalling where it's at, and the amount he takes out, we looked it up, note-wise, like if you're looking at it thinking dollars and pounds, it looks small. But even if you take into account what's there, it can't be any more than half a mil. And when you consider he ain't going to get a fraction of that. And he's he's gone into a five-person contract killing. I think he's doing it for peanuts. It doesn't add up to a whole lot of money, no. Yeah. Unless he was... Just go in, Robin, while he was doing all this He was like, well, I might as well take the money out of the safe That's for me That's tips Because <laughs> the thing about contract killing is They don't pay you enough Like, on its own They expect you to take tips Yeah Yeah, because otherwise you get contract killers They're drug dealers on the side you
1: No, know, and they say that that's, like, good for them And good for the person who's contracting them Yeah well, Right, because, you know, it's a you get good service, you know, that person gets to make more money and it works out. But in the end...
0: You say that to someone who's working for the Russian mafia and the cartel at the same time just to afford a medical bill. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: It's absolutely crazy. I
0: know one contract killer has to run a fucking protection racket, which is five evenings... It's not fair.
1: It's not right. You know, they really they should get together and start a union.
0: Well, I mean, ultimately, in the name of the King Three, the final mission is a film about <laughs> capitalism and its subsequent critiques.
1: <laughs> oh God!
0: So all this, yeah, pulls
1: out some cash and makes some copies. Is all going on in credits? Cut to Sofia in Bulgaria. And our quote unquote hero goes into this rundown apartment building and gently caresses an old engraved wristwatch and says he misses Allie when the phone machine... Picks up a message and someone's offering him a job in a manner that suggests it may not be on the up and up. Mm-hmm. So he goes and meets them for this job.
0: You could be describing any film. I know. Any film. Mm-hmm. It's like going, it's ticking off all the boxes. Oh, here's the moment where I have a quick pause, reflect on my dead wife. And it's off for a shady phone call. I wonder what Mm -hmm. hijinks are next, probably, things we've seen before. Well, he he goes and meets these people
1: and tells them that he's done working. He's not doing any more jobs. He's already done his final mission.
0: Kill five people, get your tips, and go. He's going to be a graphic designer. But they they
1: pull out guns, and this is convincing. And so this mission that he's been given is to kidnap the children of the royal family (laughs) at 3 p.m. the next day, which is pretty short notice.
0: <laughs> it's a step up from contract killing, high treason and kidnapping.
1: <laughs> it is a form of step up. Yes, I suppose that's true, but I like I mean, oof. I mean in
0: terms of severity, like not not that he's moving up the ladder. <laughs> not that he's thinking, "Oh, key to the executive washroom soon."
1: <laughs> so back at home gets another message assuring him that the mission's going to be easier than he thinks, which I'd hope. <laughs> and he gets the license plate number of the security team that's protecting these kids. which he intercepts and overpowers the guard and then steals the car and the kids are still in it. And then it just cuts back to the children's school. For the express purpose of not demonstrating that he's bound and gagged them with duct tape. Yeah, I guess they just. Didn't want to bother shooting that.
0: Well, I mean, to its credit, it would have been a perfectly overbold move to have padded out the runtime with long, extraneous shots of the binding and the gagging. Like, that's just a typical shitty film trope. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they had a quick cut to a skull and then back and they're done, bosh, tells us they've got a lot of action coming up. <laughs> All of it, I'm sure, filmed in a way that doesn't make me feel... Physically ill.
1: It's the meeting point The people who hired him and the kids try to make a run for it But he grabs them and and shoves them In a shipping container.
0: This begins A running film For our protagonist. Sheer Incompetence Mm -hmm. Can't even deal with a couple of Kids but like they immediately run Away. They immediately Scream when he tells them not to They are not scared of him And he cannot Discipline them and I think The only reason he locks them in there is because he doesn't know what to do.
1: I also just need to, like, sort of point out, okay, so this is the place where he came to meet them to get the Jot, right? Ah. Okay. Conveniently, there is also a shipping container here that he knows has a light hooked up to a car battery and water and food inside of it.
0: Oh, God. They weren't going to keep them like hamsters. I don't know. I don't know. But like, I don't remember any like straw bedding in the, <laughs> in the trailer. This
1: was always part of the plan that they were going to be
0: stored in here or he just conveniently has this set up at this place. All the time. Maybe he's constantly kidnapping members of the royal family. (laughs) And this is their, you know, their sty. This
1: is the royal storage container. (laughs) At first, it's the typical, don't you know who my father is stuff. And then one of the girls. Oh, yeah,
0: I found that quite funny. I'm like, Mm. if you've been kidnapped, (laughs) saying, do you know who my father is, seems moot yeah yeah i do know who your dad is why do you think you're in a a furnished storage container uh
1: so one of the girls gives him a hug saying that her mother told her to give someone a hug when they look sad
0: (laughs) i mean hats off hats off for trying that's what i'm gonna try If I'm ever kidnapped. He
1: then observes a cameo on the neck of
0: the other
1: child and takes it while she's protesting that it's magical protection that her mother gave. So he's just stealing from children.
0: Just thieving precious heirlooms from kids. He's a really good protagonist. Mm -hmm. I, I identify with him and his character traits of...
1: I like him and I want him to succeed.
0: Yeah. What I really appreciate about him is his... (laughs) Anything <laughs> else? to his car that's what i like i like his car
1: he's got a nice car yeah rooting for him now. he looks at th- this medallion and observes that the markings on it match a tattoo he has on his forearm what a coincidence and just then a portal opens up and drags him into it uh, yeah leaving the medallion to the shouting kids behind so now he lands in a forest and clearly confused wanders around for it very long time. It's like two minutes. This
0: is where we get our extraneous shots. Mm -hmm. This is where we're going to pass. Fiddles it out, you know. We've we've got access to a forest, Make The most of it.
1: And he finds this outpost with people in medieval clothes. And a dragon just appears behind him. Well, you
0: say a dragon.
1: (laughs) A cartoon. A cartoon of a dragon. (laughs) And the villagers all start panicking and shit. And the dragon tortures a hapless person. And flies around. I used the word menacingly here, but I can't imagine that's true.
0: I can't say I felt menaced watching. the Well, not by the dragon. Watching the film overall is. Oh,
1: hang on, hang on. We know this. uh, There's there's a parenthetical statement here. We know this because there's a lot of close-up on Hazen's face to save on the budget. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hazen pulls his gun. He shoots at it. And a woman sees him shooting at it with his gun. And instead of just being terrified, pulls him into a house with another woman. And she acts like he's ridiculous for having never seen a dragon before, then demands to know about the magic thing in his hands that shot air with sounds. Do
0: you remember that? I can't remember the name of it. About a kid that goes back in time to King Arthur times.
1: The Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. Yeah,
0: I knew it was something in King Arthur's Court. I knew that second half. Mark Twain. Uh, Yeah, I I only remember a a bit with a camera, obviously. And sneakers, the shoes that the kid was wearing was called sneakers, and they used that as proof that the kid was like untrustworthy because they had sneakers for sneaking. I remember that bit.
1: Okay, so yeah, you're thinking of a of a of an adaptation made within our lifetime. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't. I, that's
1: all I remember. It's been done a lot of times. There's a like yeah. a Martin Lawrence movie.
0: Yeah, that was another one I was trying to remember. Yeah. Yeah. My point is, we should have watched any one of them, and we'd have gotten this film. But better. But much better. Absolutely. After some conversation, Hazen explains that he's from
1: America, but does work in Bulgaria. And the women explain that they're in Bulgaria. And hey, you're a sorcerer. And so to resolve this dispute, they're going to take him to their shaman. They introduce themselves as sisters, Emmeline and Arabelle. And they point out that the tattoo that he's got is the mark of their father, who's the king. Hey, wait a minute. He just took this from the kids of some king. What a coincidence. Fuck. He says his dead wife picked it out for him at a tattoo shop in Venice Beach. So, okay. They do the hero doesn't know
0: how to ride a horse gag. Yeah. I bet later on in the film, he becomes more adept at riding a horse to show his character growth.
1: Hmm. It's another very prolonged, terrible thing. Uh, They finally get him on a horse and leave to meet Ulrich. On the road, they encounter some other riders who are referred to as Tarawin's men. So Tarawin's the bad guy. Tarawin. Okay. Now, they
0: do combat it's hard to tell because whenever there's a fight the camera work <laughs> yeah. is so bad i had i i genuinely had to look away it's sickening it's handheld shaky cam shit it's
1: designed to cause motion sickness
0: it hurts my eyes i don't get motion sickness much i'm generally pretty good with with shaky images but overblown fight scenes and WWE production when they go real ham with the cameras. I can't bear it. It's real bad. It's real, real bad. It's fucking dreadful. One of the bad guys in the fight
1: gets away, and then we learn in conversation that this Terrowin dude is the uncle, making him the brother of the king, who uh, murdered the queen and killed uh, the king in combat. So,
0: Oh, Terrowin sounds like a dick.
1: does. does sound like just about... Every other villain
0: in one of these. Are you sure? An evil uncle that displaced the king? I I don't think I've heard of. Certainly not one that that looks like a cross between Charles Bronson and Eddie Guerrero. <laughs>
1: The group reaches Ulrich's home where he appears to be making food, but it's shot with this series of cuts that
0: seemingly intended to give a mystic quality to the preparation. He's I mean, like making salad. That was a big joke. <laughs> it's like, oh, Shaman, what mystical potion are you doing? Oh, I'm doing chicken soup. Ha ha ha. What a comedy character. His delivery is drier than his soup, but he is the closest to a character this film has. There's no characters in this film. It just hit me. There's no real difference between Dominic Purcell and fucking Terrowin. Not really, no. It's all dryly delivered. There's no personality traits, except Dominic Purcell don't care very much, nor does his character. No. And Terrowin's a bit of a bastard. I wonder what Terrowin will do to that soldier that got away probably give him a pat on the head on a little present.
1: Hazen co- Hazen's introduced. Ulrich comments on the tattoo and says the mark's only given to fighters with a, a special intuitive sense that allows them to see into the lives of those with whom their lives are intertwined.
0: That means he's watched any fantasy movie <sighs> because he'll know exactly what's going to happen here. So they sit and Ulrich asks Hazen to recall exactly what
1: happened before he arrived. And there's some whiny protesting. And they describe putting the girls in the storage container and taking the medallion and being pulled into the portal. And Ulrich has this vision of Hazen fighting in a forest with someone we have to assume at this point is Tarowin, Yeah. Because they are significant to get screen presents and we haven't seen the bad guy yet.
0: We haven't seen the bad guy. And Arabella's there,
1: but she's got a braid, so her hair's changed okay. Oh, and, and by the way, uh, Arabella's... Kind of now suspicious of Hazen because he did describe nonchalantly kidnapping a couple of kids. So yeah, I, you know what? Credit credit to the writing there. They did make a character who's like, "Hey, wait a minute."
0: I admire a character trait of of skepticism surrounding the theft of children. <laughs>
1: Ulrich suggests to Hazen that he's here for a purpose, and that's to lead them in this battle against heroin. Now, you're going to find this difficult to believe. Hazen says, I didn't ask for this.
0: Hazen <gasps> didn't ask for it. You didn't ask for it. Oh, my God. It's his destiny, though, or something.
1: <laughs> Everybody pickers until he begrudgingly leaves with the ladies. And as Arabella's riding off, Emmeline starts giving, you know, Exposition
0: Instead of doing any of this We could have just eaten rocks
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know what I miss? Mm. I miss Hellboy I miss watching Hellboy eat chicken oh. Do you remember that? You remember when Hellboy ate chicken? Yeah Two movies ago oh, well, That was fun
0: We've had a lot of fun over the years We have
1: had a lot of fun
0: So yeah, what's going on next in this film? <laughs>
1: So, uh, apparently, you're going to – this is going to shock you. The uncle wanted to marry the other daughter, the one that's, you know, skeptical. And she refused. And the king had her back on that. Yeah. And so, now she thinks that's why the uncle killed her parents. Yep. So, that one soldier that got away – Comes to Tarawind to tell him what happened. Oh, by the way, this is Tarawind now we've met. Great. Now we know what the fucking guy looks like. Thank
0: God. And
1: he expresses sympathy for the man who got beat up by a couple of princesses
0: and offers him a hug mm. and then stabs him. What? Oh, my God. Wait a minute. The villain killed a subordinate for failing him? He is clearly a bad man.
1: Not to be trusted.
0: This is rewriting the script on <laughs> fantasy films. On cinema in general.
1: We also see that he is wearing the medallion what opened the portal that sent Hayes in here.
0: It was his soldier. Like, that's so ruthless.
1: He orders his army to be assembled and demands that Arabella be brought to him alive before resuming killing some other dude who's just chained up. Seemingly unconnected to anything, we cut to a dragon emerging from a cave. <laughs> To terrorize our heroes from the skies Getting low enough for them to swipe at it Which just seems weird If you're a dragon, why would you bother? Burn
0: the fucking things Or just land on them Boom You're a dragon You can do many things as a dragon.
1: Uh, blah, blah, blah. Tarawind's men show up at Ulrich's and he runs away. And then we go to Arabella tending to some claw wound from the dragon on Hazen's back. They're talking about Tarawind's men having attacked Ulrich, which, which we just saw. I don't know how they got this information so quickly. But now another of the uncles, Tybalt, comes in. So now we got another brother in this family. And he examines the tattoo of the medallion. And thinks that Hazen's been sent by the heavens to end the Bad Brothers rule, which, of course, Hazen doesn't believe because he's that guy in
0: the adventure movie. It's just, I wouldn't work for Teroin. No. If he was going around stabbing people. Right? If he's just killing subordinates like that,
1: like he would have to have. There, okay. There would have to be absolutely no other career alternatives in the region than yes. working for Teroin. Yes. You know, and I mean, I could see how that could happen because for all of the, you know, stuff that needs to be done over at this other group of people that seem to be in opposition to heroin. They don't seem to have a lot in the way of
0: resources. No. No? And not really many soldiers, so Teruin's in no position to go stabbing them, if I'm honest. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be many people People. overall. No. There does seem to be a, a small contingent of LARPers. And there's enough, like,
1: raw land that you would think it would be fairly easy for such a small group of people to even just, like, spread out individually and survive
0: on what's there instead they cluster
1: right they have really clustered to just sort of two two again small groups of people Mm -hmm. that that you would think would very easily be able to just walk away from the guy who's a dick and just be like you know what fuck him let's go over here And hunt wild game and set up a new village.
0: Yeah, eventually he'll have to work with us because he only has soldiers and we seem to only have farmers. (laughs) So at some point, Teroin's gonna have to reach across the aisle.
1: (laughs) (sighs) It's not political. (laughs) So, Hazen's scoffing at this, you know, being sent by Evan shit, but Tibble's like, Hey, Terwin's got that amulet, so maybe there's some connection. Hazen shouldn't be so dismissive of, you fucking prick, right? That night, Hazen has dreams of the children sleeping in the storage container, and I'm glad we're being reminded that they're there.
0: Slowly dying.
1: (laughs) The guy who hired him comes to collect them and finds them medallion on the ground. Okay, that's the dream. Cool. He dresses, picks up a sword, wanders outside, and Arabella's out there keeping a watch. And they start up this... Conversation where he acknowledges a selfish Bastard but has decided That he needs to defeat Tarowin So he can return home and they Start to you know agree to work together But she doesn't trust him
0: oh wait a minute so out of A self-serving motivation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our Callous protagonist is going To work with the, the heroes after All the, the sort of heroic side Yes that
1: seems to be what's happening oh, here
0: God he's starting to sound like a real fish out of Water Yeah
1: mm. Mm. Hopefully
0: he improves and builds bonds as time goes on One would hope Yeah, I hate myself But she still doesn't trust him Because he doesn't fight for
1: anyone but himself And he kid not kids <laughs> And suggests that he's not as good a warrior as he thinks he is anyway So they have this challenge and some kind of suggestive
0: dance-like fighting yeah. That ends with her blade at his throat He's incompetent he can't fight with a sword, and he's the other thing. He doesn't think you can make bullets for a gun. I reckon you can. I reckon you can. Now, you
1: may have some difficulty machining the parts to do it for the gun you have.
0: But here's my, my pushback against him can't doing anything. With one hand, Ash mm. made a metal um, An entire metal hand, yeah And it was groovy With working, you know, tendons made of, of metal Yeah, it was a robot He made a goddamn fucking robot hand And this is, like, he. that's only because he needed to replace the fucking chainsaw that was there Right And he was like, right, give me a medieval gauntlet Let's make a robot hand, which lasted him up to the TV series Mm -hmm. and throughout. So I think. Or did he go back to the chainsaw? It don't matter.
1: He went back to the chainsaw pretty like right at the beginning of the series.
0: Because he's ash, you want to see it.
1: He had a really nice rosewood hand Mm. at the Mm -hmm. very beginning of the series. That's
0: right. Yeah. So, you know, classy when he's not got the metal one. That was a Mm -hmm. good series. That was a good show. Yeah, actually, I just
1: started watching it again because I had watched the first season but never made it past that point. And, uh, yeah, so we we recently popped on the first one. I was like, yeah, this was really good. Yeah.
0: I might rewatch it. Yeah, I very enjoyed it. Uh, And it was better than this. And Oh god yes. Ash is a better protagonist and he he just worked at a store. He wasn't a hired gun. No. No, he had
1: no sort of training in killing
0: men. And he fought an army of skeletons, not just like Terrorin and his 12 mates. Sorry, sorry, 11 mates. It could have come down to the fact that the person leading the
1: army of skeletons was as competent
0: As he is. Exactly as competent as he is. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Outside now, by himself, one of men just comes out of the shadows and attacks Hazen. (laughs) Just, okay, here's some attacking happening. You need some
0: action now. It's been a little minute.
1: It's been a minute. It's action, in quotes. Uh, He's defeated, but then there's more, and some fighting happens, and... Hazen knocks one guy unconscious and drowns another in a pond. So we get a nice, you know, call back to the hot tub in, in, in the name of the King too. Cut back to the camp proper and all of a sudden it's on fire and swarming with bad guys.
0: Can't catch your break.
1: This tries really hard to be a good fight scene, but it's beset on all sides by incompetence. Like there's no fighting apart from the burning fires. And they're always in the background. Mm-hmm. Because why have a fire on a set if you're not going to see the fire? So all of the action is cast in shadow and impossible to make out. It's terrible. (laughs) It's so bad. Just on every technical level. So the heroes wind up having to flee uh, against Arabella's protests. And we find them again in some other settlement. But then it cuts back to the scene of the fight to show us a bunch of corpses and bad guys milling about and then back to the settlement and then back to the village as the dead are collected and injuries are attended to and hazen's sitting with this group of children who are smiling at him and oh the the sisters are like oh well wait a minute hmm maybe he's not such a bad guy you know Uh,
0: i'm starting to think
1: you know and and these are all orphans of this war and it's all very sad yeah, and, and then Emmeline sends Hazen and Arabella to fetch water And it's totally not her trying to set the two of them up at all No sir, no ma'am Oh right? yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. She really, and this is, this is her entire character Really wants her sister to bone down Yeah Desperately so
1: Ulrich meets with Tybalt to assess their equipment. It's not looking good. So they decide to go to the armory after lunch. It's all very cash. At the river, Hazen and Arabella wordlessly collect water because there is no romantic tension between these people whatsoever. Hazen delivers some exposition about his dead wife. He got into debt to some bad people and they burned his house down with his wife tied to the bed. Okay, cool story. Arabella similarly felt to Lose as the loss of her own mother and driven only by revenge. Has decided that she's made bad choices and he's not a bad guy, so they're gonna make out. Okay. So now we're at lunch with Tybalt and Ulrich. <laughs> <laughs> and Tybalt's expressing doubts about Hazen now. Tybalt, the per- you know, and, and Hazen's just like, hey, but he's got the mark. He's just gotta accept his fate. It's
0: fine. Accept.
1: So Tarawin's men return to inform him that they're victorious in their battle at the village. And Tarawin's shirtless. Mm. He tries to gloss over the fact that the princess has escaped, but Terwin ain't having that. Gives the men until dawn to capture them. And then a dragon flies into his little courtyard, and we see there's a clutch of eggs there, too. And he's stroking the medallion and tells the dragon that it has to do his bidding, and he flies off. So, oh, oh okay. Shit. there's a twist in the tale. So, apparently, there's some power over dragons that this medallion provides. That now, now, now! I got a story here—a fantasy story. It's something we can make a, a, a movie around with stakes.
0: I'm so tired, Conrad. I'm. So... It's the years. <laughs> <laughs> the days turn into years, Conrad. It's so quickly. They do. And I'm very tired.
1: <laughs> the surviving villagers are assessing their odds. Tybalt notes how outnumbered they are, but Hazen seems convinced it's doable if they employ stealth. So Tybalt asks for the plan, which is to create a diversion by attacking the army outside the castle while Hazen sneaks in to confront Tarowin. And the princesses and Ulrich decide to accompany him over his protests because they know the castle. And so that's, the, that's it, right? Hazen's going to go in with Ulrich and the princesses to kill Tarowin, while Tybalt mounts an offensive. Foolproof and highly original. Mm -hmm. The the small group of soldiers takes another lengthy runtime padding stroll through the forest to a cave, which is serving as an armory. And there, Arabella is presenting to Hazen her father's sword. And Tybalt makes as impassioned a speech as this film is capable of providing to rally the soldiers behind him. And they, quote, cheer and march off. And Hazen says they're all going to die and shakes their head, which, fine. Hey, what with that, shit? They get to the castle. Ulrich and Emily in there. They've gathered more soldiers. And as they move closer through a forest, some of Terran's men leave on horseback and they're soon a-fighting in the forest. This scene in particular feels especially dizzying with the camera. Uh, yeah. They don't get better. Like, it is impossible to tell who's doing well and who isn't. Mm -hmm. It eventually reaches a point where we see a lot of slaughter of good guys, and we already know their numbers are few, so I guess we can assume they're getting their asses kicked. Bad guy lieutenant confronts Arabella, and it's established that he's been around since before all the shit went down, so this one's personal. No. She kills him. Oh. And whatever. Yeah. Tarawin himself eventually arrives on the scene and does that whole Vader walk thing. Bad guys in movies do where nobody can touch him on his march to one of the major characters who happens to be Emily. Mm -hmm. And he's laughing like an idiot. Hazen tells everyone to stop fighting. So Tybalt calls his brother coward and blah, 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 and Tarawin calls out to Arabella and asks her to ride with him, but she refuses silently. And then Tarawin addresses Hazen, and they have some tough talk, and Tybalt suggests that this should all be ended by a duel. So Tarawin accepts these terms and stabs Tybalt, just like, because <clears throat> he's the bad guy. Bad. No honor. A uh, hero and villain fighting happens. I really wish Bol had hired somebody capable of holding a camera steady.
0: It might not be their fault. It might just be the fucking direction. I mean, either way, it's the cinematography. It's absolute dog shit. Like It's not just bad, it's painful. And so Hazen all but defeats Tarouin. Maybe they were having a cheeky wank in a bush while they were filming. Maybe it isn't a camera crew. Maybe it was a voyeur. But they, but <laughs> Bol was like, "These are some good shots."
1: and <laughs> tugs on his medallion, and the dragon shows up.
0: Someone was tugging on their medallion hey. to get those shots.
1: The dragon pushes back the heroes with this burst of flame and Terwin escapes to the castle. And Hasten tells Arabelle that they have to chase him down and we get a call back to him not being able to ride a horse. Ah,
0: but now he can ride a horse. <gasps> That's demonstrated his growth as a hero.
1: They ride to the castle and walk inside, easily killing everyone that gets in their path to finding Terwin. Now, I am not an expert on historical building construction. Yeah. It does seem like these bricks. That were used to build this castle (laughs) are a little modern. A little bit. Just throw that out there. Well, anyway, Hazen kills Terawin. It looks (laughs) shit.
0: It's all shit. It's all shit. shit. It is shit.
1: Terawin's dead. Hazen goes to Arabella, but a portal opens up, and she tells him that he has to leave to save the children. So they awkwardly kiss again, and as he moves to leave, The dragon pops up, and it follows Hazen through the portal.
0: Shit, it's a dragon in the modern world. Whatever will happen. Back in the
1: present, Hazen's outside a cathedral, and after getting to his feet, another portal appears
0: behind the cathedral, up above, and the dragon pops in, and it chases him through the streets and into a park. Yeah, this this sequence is amazing because (laughs) because they make no effort to hide the fact that The many cars and citizens of Bulgaria (laughs) in all of the shots don't see a dragon. No, they do not. Because it's not there, and they're not extras... They're just wandering around casually while a dragon flies close overhead, trees and wires, affecting no change in the environment, completely still leaves. They didn't even film it on a windy day. So the dragon just looks blatantly superimposed over everything because it's not affecting change in the world, not even to the point where one human being has looked up. Fee said... Like what is this film saying about Bulgaria that they're so unfazed by a dragon attack? What is going on there? <laughs> <laughs> that place is wild. Then again, despite the dragon doing like so much, Bulgaria is pristine as it's mm, flying through. So beautiful. they're not clearly they're not worried about a cartoon dragon. <laughs> it's not it can't touch anything apparently. It's like Casper. <laughs>
1: Uh, so Hazen carjacks a guy with his empty gun and instructs the poor bastard to lose the dragon, which, like, that's kind of a
0: big ask, dude, really. And I should also point out, the driver is really casual. Yes. At no point does the driver panic or even look (laughs) concerned. It's just... Well, I mean, I'm a cab driver anyway. You don't need the gun. And dragons, (laughs) mate, this is Bulgaria. Come on.
1: Uh, Eventually they wind up in an open plaza and the dragon takes the roof off of the car.
0: The first thing it's done To change something in the world That isn't a dragon Cut to
1: the shipping containers And the guy who hired Hazen to kidnap them Orders their, you know, the the kid's retrieval And Hazen rolls up in the fucked up car Putting on a hoodie And thanking the driver for it
0: Driver, again (laughs) Unfazed
1: (laughs) Yeah, everybody seems super chill Under the circumstances
0: Driving the car like Really carefully, pulling up calmly. Doesn't give a fuck. The roof of the car is off. Hazen doesn't even have his gun out. The guy just drives away. They became pals on the way. <laughs> Played a quick game of net runner, had a, had a quick stop off.
1: The shipping container with the girls is unlocked, but the door's still stuck. And the boss man gets suspicious and has his men search the area. The
0: boss man?
1: Yeah, yeah. This means that Hazen will now make fighting happen with multiple individual hired goons on his way to the shipping container, which Mm -hmm. involves a lot of uh, hiding in disused train
0: cars. Oh, yeah. He spends quite a while in one with... No real good cover if he has to shoot Mm-mm. And he's completely boxed in Because he's at one end of a train car If he's caught mm-hmm. He's got no cover and a dead end mm-hmm. Which is how Dominic Purcell got this this gig No cover and he was at a dead end
1: <laughs> Finally, Anna opens the container And ushers the girls out of it As Hazen confronts the guy who hired him Who could it be? Apparently, days have passed Hazen tells the bad guy to let the girls go, but is surprised by a final bodyguard who does a fighting with him. Ah. Once he's dealt with, Anna steps in and has him dead to rights at gunpoint, but a dragon suddenly appears and drags her off. <gasps> this leaves Hayden, Hazen holding bad guy at gunpoint. Bad guy's all... After all the shit we've done, now you blah blah blah, blah betrayal blah blah. We've pointed
0: yeah. out who the the boss baddie is, right?
1: Mm, no, I don't think so.
0: That it's Teruin. Is it the same actor? Like his descendant? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't actually make that observation. I can't blame you. The film is terrible. Yeah. And doesn't really make a big deal of it. Yeah. It's just the same actor, so presumably a descendant. You know, still up to the same business. I guess he still wants to marry one of the princesses, but wow, not it, a great context now. Yeah, dude, times have changed. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, it wasn't cool then. But it's a PR nightmare now. Yeah, yeah. Terrowin Junior, Junior, Junior. Oh...
1: So Hazen kills him. Yeah. Picks up the medallion and gives it back to the girls as he ushers them back into the sedan he kidnapped them in. And then retrieves their backpack. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Drives off, dropping them back at home.
0: Where he is so easily forgiven. <laughs> yes. Amazing. It's been days. But <laughs> they know he's the kidnapper as he returns them. Hazen's
1: like, it's cool if you want to press
0: charges. And the guy's like, hey, don't worry it's
1: about kidnapping my children. At least you return them home after a couple of days and shakes his hand. Yeah
0: basically no harm no foul i think he said something along the lines of no, like no harm done or something yeah. like it was that sentiment it was like you kidnapped my fucking children and was going to give them to someone who wanted to marry both of them definitely i'll tell you what just just on your way i'd have pressed charges he kidnapped my children. The king seems to have a, a moment of pause. It's the king! He got <laughs> off on treason because he walked it back!
1: He seems to have a moment of pause as Hazen walks out, as if there's, like, some subtle recognition from his family history that might be revealed, or... And I think this is the more likely case, that the actor considered how incredibly stupid this entire exchange is in the moment, because <laughs> it's just, like, it's sort of... Well, wait, why am I here? What happened? Yeah. But Hazen just strolls off down the street. The dragon flies across the horizon and the credits roll. Yeah.
0: The film's over. It's
1: over. It's mercifully over. The film's
0: over, everyone. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Conrad. Did you like In the Name of the King 3, the final mission? Or not? It is not. Oh come on! The worst
1: Uva Ball film.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's really right. Hard. Like
1: you know, I don't think there's any competition with Blubberella in terms of just oh. being so completely insultingly bad, explicitly exulting, well, oh, yeah. reveling in how bad it is. Blubberella
0: is. is Easily among the very worst films I've ever seen. Yeah. the ve- Like The Pit. Not the- nowhere near so bad it's good, just right. The Pit. Right. But this one is just so dull, and that's in many ways less forgivable. It's always been for me just the utter mediocrity. But I think
1: it is, in a way, a really good example of what, when you break down the kind of t- silly... Stupid, terrible decisions that define a lot of bull's earlier films it 's now refined into just a boring mass, even the rough edges can get smoothed off of a pile of razor blades eventually mm-hmm. and what you get is just nothing, and that 's what this film feels like to me it's It's literally nothing but a way to shuffle money around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just... It's so by the numbers. It's so bereft of animation. It's so bereft of actors acting.
1: When, yeah, when you say animation, you and we
0: mean that in every sense of the word. Yes. There is
1: no inertia present in this film.
0: There's nothing. Like Conrad said, there's nothing. It's empty. I feel empty. Yeah, I... I think we 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 did well with what we had. Mm-hmm. I think we were entertaining, at least compared to the film. I hope so. Um, but this is this is thankfully this was our final mission. Like this was it. This was the last Uva
1: Bull film. It was the last Uva Bull film. God, it's over. Uh, we may revisit Uva because there is that documentary. There is a documentary.
0: Did we ever do Rampage Two?
1: Well. That's not his. That's not uh, oh. that's his rampage. That's not based on the license. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we did
0: rampage though.
1: We did, but that's that's the Dwayne the Rock Johnson version, which is based on the video games. His rampage too is based on another rampage that he made years ago. That's unrelated wholly to the video game franchise.
0: I thought no. I thought we'd done that rampage, before. no.
1: No. We did postal. Yeah. Which I think has that vibe and it has a lot it has the same
0: actor. Either way, I'm not trying to do another one. So right. whether whether we did Rampage or not, I'm not up for proposing. No. So no. I think we should move on. Maybe maybe there are maybe better video game films have happened since we last did this show.
1: We're gonna watch more movies.
0: Oh yeah, we've got more missions there are other missions to go on. yeah what do you think we should watch next obviously mortal kombat isn't it i think it's pretty obvious we are obviously i think i think everyone knew that i mean obviously it was down to Mortal combat or monster hunter mm-hmm. but i mean obviously we're gonna go for mortal kombat first i mean it's it, it, mortal kombat
1: one is our most listened to episode by a, a <laughs> enormous margin what happened
0: i still don't know what happened there <laughs>
1: Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I think, goes down as one of the best video game movies ever made.
0: Yeah, it was one of the best episodes of this we've done. It is one of the best video game movies I've ever seen. It is one of the best bad movies I've ever seen. I genuinely believe that. Mortal Kombat Annihilation is up there for me. Yeah. With the cream of the shit. And
1: I'm really looking forward to seeing what you think about this uh, this new one. I've already watched it.
0: Yeah. I'm going in with not low expectations. I'm going in with I don't give a fuck expectations. That will help. That I think is going to be good. Like, I don't care about Mortal Kombat lore. Mortal Kombat is such bollocks. You could do almost anything except make it boring. If it's boring, I'll be upset. If it's not boring, I don't give a fuck where they go with it. So we'll see. We'll see.
1: We will see. We will see, but that, so that, yeah, we'll do that next time.
0: God, I hope I don't regret that. God, I hope something doesn't happen in it that's just so personally offensive to me that I come here saying, oh God, I give a fuck. I will say, anyway, that's that. Yeah. 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 We will see you next time. It's Mortal Kombat, so I've got less hesitance. (laughs) We may get that done sooner than a year. Uh, We'll see you later. Bye.
1: Bye.